Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy freaking fit babes. What is up, hotties? It is time to tone the F up for summer, baby, which is what we're talking about today. I hope you guys are having such a good start to your day, whether you are walking on a hot girl walk listening to this podcast, or maybe you are winding down after a long and busy day, just trying to get that mindset in check. But whatever brought you here, ladies, you are in for a treat because this episode, it's so funny. I like, I literally always say to you guys, this episode has been a long time coming, something I've wanted to talk about, but I've been so excited for summer after this long AF winter up here in Boston. I am ready for sunshine. I am ready to get this body right and tight in the sunlight and have that sun hitting me because I am just like a lover of warm weather. You guys know this if you've been here for a long time following all things TSN. I love warm weather. However, I totally know so many of you babes listening to this podcast might have a lot of fear and anxiety around warmer temperatures because it does change how you dress and present yourself. Whether you're a mom and you're bringing your lovely little kiddos to the park or to the beach and you have to wear a bathing suit, or maybe you are just going out with your friends and soaking up this sunshine girlfriend, or maybe you're with your boyfriend or fiance, and literally you have to wear something a little bit tighter and show a little bit more skin and it makes you uncomfortable. I mean, when we think about summer and feeling confident, I think so many people use the bathing suit example, which of course I get it. I feel like that's the ultimate, like putting yourself out there and can be a really big point of anxiety for many women. But honestly, I have so many women and clients that I've worked with where even just having the comfort and confidence to put on shorts or even capris. I mean, literally that's happened with clients before ladies, like whatever that goal is, You deserve to feel your best all year round. And you know, at TSN, we don't just focus on diet for summer and you got to look a certain way just because the weather is warmer. No, whether you are shoveling mother freaking snow or you are literally in Mexico on the beach, which by the way, in a few weeks, I will be on Mexico on a beach. So obviously this comes at a very timely time as I'm recording this. I want to talk about toning up feeling confident, shedding body fat, no matter where you are at, whether you're trying to lose your last five or 10 pounds, or you are trying to lose 50, hundred plus pounds, no matter where you're at, let's talk about summer and what you can do to start seeing that progress. Ladies, let's dive right in. Okay, so summer is technically June 21st, 2022. As I'm recording this episode, I know it will live on forever, but for context, it is the end of May when this is being released. So, so many of y'all are listening to this episode thinking, okay, how to get toned for summer? Like, what the hell am I going to do? And of course, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to get you guys to your goals. I've always done it and I always have and I always will. That being said, context is key. There is one month before summer officially hits. The weather's starting to warm up. I'm sure all around the nation, all around you know the country, we are feeling, feeling that summer vibe, girlfriend. But before we talk about what you need to do, we actually have to talk about a timeline. 
because as much as I really do believe in one month, you can make a lot of progress. It depends on where you're starting at. It depends on what we're working with. It depends on what your habits and behaviors already look like. So as a blanket statement, I want to come in hot and basically say that one month is not enough fucking time. Even if you're close to your end goal, one month is not a lot of time. Why is it not a lot of time? Because that's literally four weeks, four weeks. That's not enough time for your body to adjust and see if what you're implementing is working, especially if you do have a sustained and bigger amount of weight to lose. And I start out this episode really hot and direct in this way because your expectations of progress or tone it up for summer and look in a certain way, it has to be realistic. You have been brainwashed by diet programs that say, okay, this date, you are going to look hot, sexy, and you're going to be this way. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. fucking teeth. Well, guess what? Nothing is guaranteed. You are not guaranteed your progress. You're not guaranteed your results. You're not guaranteed what you're going to look like when you quote unquote diet. What really needs to be the focus is what behaviors and habits are we implementing that are going to get us as close as possible to where we want to be when summer hits. Instead, what we need to focus on is what are those behaviors and habits and new hot girl, healthy summer lifestyle things that we can implement into your life that are going to sustain far beyond summertime. Now I'm going to share my biggest tips and tricks, especially when like a date is fast approaching and you know how we can really jumpstart this and kick it into gear and really start making some epic progress because you know, a month before summer, we can definitely start to make awesome progress in four weeks. You can start to see some major physical change on your body. You can feel better. You can really be in a good place. But I do always want to be super transparent because no one else is talking about this stuff on the internet that four weeks is just not a lot of fucking time. And so we don't want to rush this process. We want to build a strong foundation, build this house so it is going to withstand years and years and years, not get blown down quickly as soon as a storm comes in. And in particular, this is why, especially with like weddings, if you guys have listened to any of those episodes, but I have clients like shredding for the wedding or want to look a certain way for a certain date or event, same with summer. Like if you want to look a certain way in summer and lose a certain amount of weight and body fat, I really think starting in spring at minimum and maybe, you know, spring, I'm talking like April, even January. I know January, everyone's like triggered because of New Year's resolutions. And, you know, I totally relate as a dietitian as well. However, we need to start early and that's really what I'm emphasizing. So obviously now we can't look back and change if you guys haven't began your journey, if you guys haven't been working towards this, but for context, it's important to know to give yourself time and know that even if you're not at your end goal by summer, it's not about having that deadline. It's about, okay, how much progress can we make in the time that I do have right now? Because truth is time is not guaranteed. Life is not guaranteed. We much rather work towards our goals and get as far as we can than wonder as these months and years go by, what could have happened if I took that action? That being said, ladies, we're about to dive into all of my tips, tricks, recommendations, like how we're going to get you toned for summer before you tan up that body. (laughs) However, before that, I want to give you guys context because of course I work with so many different women. It's funny, actually people on social media, when they see my handle and they don't obviously know my background and my story and what I'm about, they hear sorority girl and they're like, oh my God, like she only works with sorority girls. Like she only works with people like in college when that's like so far from the truth. I have clients. My youngest client is 18. My oldest clients are 65 and 70 years old. Um, I've had clients even older than that. Fun fact, but many of my clientele are moms. They have kids. I mean, truly I work with everyone and it's not about the age. That was not the thing with sorority. 
TSN really started from my experience as a college sorority girl, thinking back to me literally never wanting to show my body because I was embarrassed and I didn't like how I looked in clothing and I couldn't express myself and my style when I gained weight. That's why with TSN, it's been so important for me for this to be a welcoming space. You know, I think especially college sorority, Greek life. There is so much stigma around it where I had such a positive experience being in a sorority where it almost got me so mad and upset because people perceive sorority girls to be a certain way where some of the most educated and powerful and impactful women in the world were in sororities. And I think so many of the women I went to college with, like they're doing amazing things in life, like things I'm like, wow, like you are changing the world and you're a really great person. So I bring all of this up because I've always wanted TSN to be really inclusive. I never want people to feel left out or things not to be relevant, of course, but obviously people go through different things and different stages on their journey. So for this episode, I'm really coming at it from the context of, you know, if you have around 15, maybe 20 pounds, maybe even slightly less than that towards summer, how much progress we can make. And, you know, obviously people's goals are different. You know, for some people, it's not about losing a ton of body fat, but it's about how we can just get you closer and closer to your goals. However, I do understand and of course, for many of you babes listening to this episode, if you have more weight to lose, some of these tips and tricks may not get you to your end goal in this short time span. And I totally understand that. And my point is not for you to crash diet to get there, but it's to understand that no matter where you at, these are things that you can start to implement to really help get you toned for summer in the right way. Cause there's so much bullshit out there. And from the bottom, bottom of my heart, I don't want you doing anything bad for your goals. And most importantly, we want to make sure we're setting you up for long-term sustainability when it comes to seeing the results on your body. Okay. So first we have to define what toning is. And it's really funny actually thinking about the word toning up and tone your body because it actually is not a scientific word. I consider it, oh, I'm going to pull out this term, guys. It's like a colloquial term. Like everyone uses it. We kind of know what it means. Maybe it's in the dictionary now. It's definitely probably like urban dictionary, but it's not a real scientific word. And what I mean by this is there is no definition of toning up in any nutrition book. You're not taught this in school. So what really toning up means is you have muscle underneath the fat that you have on your body. Like our weight only describes the weight and how much we weigh on the scale in pounds, kilograms, whatever we use. But it doesn't describe what actually is going on with your composition. So when women come to me that and they're like, I want to lean up, I want to lose fat, and I want to look toned, what they mean is they want to lose body fat and be able to see more of their muscle definition. Because no matter where you're at on your journey, you do have muscle underneath, even if you're not utilizing a lot of it. But what toning up means is we want to continuously shed fat and see more of that muscle definition, which means there are certain things that we do have to do. And this is part of why I always reiterate that weight loss and fat loss are not the same things. Weight loss and fat loss are very, very different, especially when you think fat loss and toning up are really intertwined together because it's not just about eating less. It's about eating right for your composition and your body to be able to see that muscle definition and obviously keep your muscle. And so this is going to come a little of a plot twist for you, ladies building off of a lot of what I talk about on social media, on this podcast, inside of my coaching programs and my membership. But I actually really, really believe that toning up your body, especially for summer, is easier than you think. And what I mean by this is for so many women, when I think about most of my clientele, they come to me either not working out at all 
or working out, but doing so much exercise and not focusing on diet. So when we set a really strong foundation and you have balance with your food choices, you've built an incredible foundation to your nutrition house. You have your calories in check, you're eating balanced meals, you're having the proper portions of protein. I mean, all of the basic stuff I always talk about to you guys, when you have that going on, toning up is easy. It is easy in the sense of for so many people, they are not consistent and that's why they're not toning up. They are not consistently having their diet in a good place and getting in their workouts. And I'm not talking about working out every day. I'm not talking about you literally murdering yourself in the gym. No, like for you guys to start to see progress, of course it takes hard work. And there are definitely times where like, I want you to have a killer workout and really push yourself and progressively overload your muscles and do all these things that I always talk about. But the reality is so many people just aren't consistent doing the basic things. And that's why they never get the results. That's why they don't tone up. So when most of you babes are listening to this episode and you've built this strong foundation week after week, listening to this podcast, working towards your goals, heck, maybe you've lost a lot of weight already. And you're like, okay, I want to tone up for summer right now. I am not quite at my body composition goals. I have a little bit more fat I want to lose. I'm wanting to see a little bit more definition on my physique. I don't just want to be skinny. I want to feel toned. And, you know, a lot of my clients say they struggle with feeling like skinny fat at the end of their journey where they have lost a lot of weight, but they're not really feeling like they have the physique changes that they want. They don't feel toned and fit and they feel like their body isn't as tight as they want to. That goes back to the toning piece. And for you to really get that tone physique, you do have to have muscle. And of course, when we're talking about muscle, I'm talking about muscle definition. So there are different types of muscle in our body. There's the muscles that we work in the gym, and then there's the muscles that beat on their own and do their own things like our heart, for instance, which is technically a muscle fun fact, guys. Anyway, going back to the toning up muscle definition piece of things, when we're thinking about how you're going to start to see progress these next few weeks, we do have to consider where you're at because there are definitely times where I see women that are very similar in composition and genetics to myself, for instance, where muscle doesn't necessarily come on easy. It takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, and like you don't have a lot going on right now underneath whatever composition, whatever fat mass you have on your body right now. Where for other women, maybe you've been very consistent, you've exercised, you've been athletic for a large period of your life, and you've put on a lot of muscle mass over time. And for you, it's really more about, okay, how can we continue with that, but like really make sure we're like getting your diet in check so we can continuously lose body fat to see more of that muscle definition. What I will say though, is the trifecta for fat loss that's so crucial is obviously being in a slight deficit, eating sufficient amounts of protein, of course, and and balancing your plate the right way, and then strength training. So basically, as we're structuring your deficit these next four weeks before summer, we want to ensure that you're not just in a deficit and hitting your protein, but we're consistently hitting your muscles in a way that is going to support that muscular growth or muscular stimulation. That's really helpful for preserving your lean body mass, aka your muscle mass, as you're dieting and trying to shed body fat. But it's also incredibly important for being able to see that muscle. See, the thing is so many women think lifting and doing body weight exercises is going to make you bulky. It takes so much effort to get bulky and big or whatever word you're trying to avoid and use. It really, really does, especially if you're in a deficit because your body does not want to put on a lot of muscle mass in a deficit. That's not how that works. So that's why it's incredibly important when we're thinking about toning up for summer. We can't just rely on diet. We have to incorporate exercise. And that's part of that up-level stuff that I talked about, what was it, two weeks ago now. You have to up-level yourself. You have to keep challenging yourself. You have to realize 
there are going to be things and sacrifices you have to do when that fire is lit under your ass and you have a deadline and you're really working towards it. Obviously four weeks, you know, we don't want to just do this for four weeks and it not be sustainable, right? We have to continuously work on it so we can maintain those results and get to the ultimate goal. But when we're really thinking about jumpstarting this journey for you and toning up before tanning this summer, we really have to emphasize food and exercise simultaneously, especially as you get closer and closer to your end goal. And why I talk about consistency, putting in the work, doing your workout, showing up is because in a span of three to four weeks of really executing the food and the fitness part of your plan, I would be damned if you didn't see progress in any way, shape, or form. And I really mean that. And I I think so often women have maintenance weeks and balance, and I teach that. I preach that all the time to you guys. But when you think about, okay, I have a few weeks coming up before warm weather and vacations and summer and, you know, maybe weddings you're going to, or maybe your wedding, you know, all just thinking about these timelines, I really think we underestimate the power of being really dialed in. And I say that with caution because if you're new around here, me saying dial it the F in, it's missing the point because there's ebbs and flows. But when we're really pushing for looking a certain way and wanting to feel confident and making sure we're not bloated and distended and feeling like crap, it is going to take sacrifice and planning. But I think we just really underestimate doing what we know works consistently for a prolonged period of time, like three to four weeks of really consistent doing it week after week, day after day as compared to going on some really restrictive, crazy AF diet that is crashing you into summer and it's not going to be sustainable and it's going to make you feel like crap. And honestly, you're probably not going to even get those goals in the first place because you're going to lose more muscle mass because you're not doing it the right way. And in particular, when I say consistency, I really think of my amazing clients who have successfully toned up in 90 Day Fit Bay Body, and they have really started to see a lot more of that physical body composition change, whether they're 30 pounds away, 40 pounds away from their goal, or they're in that, that last little bit of weight, wherever they're at they were consistent. They were doing these basic things right. And they were showing up consistently to their workouts. And obviously every day, every meal, trying to make productive choices to hit their weekly calories, hit their protein targets and execute the plan. What I will say that is a theme between all of these women and how I coach my clients is this idea of not just consistency, but repeatability. Of course, you don't have to eat the same thing every day, but I think so often a a theme actually inside of 90 Day Fit Bay Body and a few of my groups, you know, every group has different themes and, you know, different women have different struggles, but I I always swear like so many of my clients and these groups, the women have similar struggles and it almost was like fate and such a vibe for them to be put in the same group. Anyway, what I notice with a lot of women now is this lack of planning. Like we have the idea of what we need to hit. We understand what is required for weight loss and fat loss and toning up. But what we really forget is that consistency in the execution and that repeatability. And what I really find when it comes to toning up is not that you have to eat the same chicken, broccoli, rice, freaking boring half meal with no sauce every day, which by the way, sauces like make the meal guys, we got to have that. But I think what's the bigger issue is when we are constantly changing up all our food sources, not having consistent repeatability in our diet makes it one hard to hit your nutrition criteria too. It makes your eating very chaotic. And then you're introducing maybe a lot of different foods, especially if you're eating out, which is going to impact your progress and your bloating and your digestion and how you feel. And I think sometimes I don't spend enough time talking about digestion with you guys on this podcast. And of course, I'm not this digestion expert in the sense of that's all I focus on, right? Like my expertise is more fat loss and body composition. 
However, when we look at digestion and gut health from a dietitian's perspective, if we're constantly incorporating different foods, I mean, that's great. Food variety is something that is so important for our gut microbiome, our gut health, and making sure we're getting all the vitamins and minerals and different nutrients that our body needs. More is merrier. That's why we say eat the rainbow, girlfriend. When I used to do grocery store tours, I literally used to go to the produce section. I would take all the women in front of me, and there were even some men staggered in there too. Sometimes women brought their husbands, and I'd be like, eat the rainbow, and going to that section because it is so important. But what I mean by this is when you are not consistently eating foods that you know agree with you, you know can easily hit your calories, maybe your macro protein targets, and they make you feel good, it's going to be really hard to identify what are triggers, how you're feeling, you know, what's causing you to get off track, which is why variety within your day is important. And even day to day, you can have variety. But what I really find helpful for so many of the women I've coached over the years is having repeatability in their diet allows for that execution to be easier and for us to better understand what is helping them and hindering them from their goals. When it comes to toning up, repeatability is awesome. So you know those foods that agree with you. And if something ain't broke, don't fix it. You don't have to make every single meal over the course of the week with all these different foods and nutrients. Like, of course we want variety, but I think sometimes when people are so focused on, oh my God, I got to eat healthy and I can't get bored of my food. Sometimes we're almost like overdoing it. And it makes it really hard for you to do the one thing and one thing only that is really important for toning up, which is being damn consistent in the first place. In addition to consistency and repeatability in your diet and your training, because you want to execute your plan and do it for a long enough time for you to see results. Like it's not just doing workouts for a week and trying to eat healthy for a week. Like it's really three to four weeks of being really consistent, showing up to all these different areas, which I know can sound like a lot, which is why for some people having that expectation, like it is going to take a little bit longer is important, like I've mentioned. However, another important thing that I find tremendously helpful when you are trying to tone up your body, in addition to all of these factors, is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, also known as NEAT. Now, you guys are probably listening to this and you're like, what the hell is that? Like, Lauren, what words are you saying? And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, that is okay. I just want you to know this as basically hawker walks in movement. So basically, Basically, when it comes to losing weight, our body has protective mechanisms that are hardwired into us. Because when you think back to the cave women and the cavemen way back in the day, living their hawker lives, doing the best that they can, they were scrounging for food. We have such this ample food environment now that's so different. So our bodies have still been hardwired to have a lot of protection against death. For instance, when we don't have access to food, our body doesn't think, oh, wow, like I'm trying to tone up for hot girl summer. No, our body's like, okay, I not having what I normally have. Let's think about this for a second. And our body starts to think, and it's like, okay, I got to protect myself. So then our hormones change, our metabolism changes. We have this increased drive to eat more. And that's why how we structure your plan is going to impact how you're showing up. I also think tremendously one of the greatest things when you are trying to tone up is using exercise to your benefit. And of course, you guys, I always talk about protein and how important it is, but I do think daily activity in the form of this non-exercise activity, that's a little bit more of the daily movement stuff that is tremendously helpful for your time outside of the gym. So 
while I am obviously such a believer in resistance-based exercise so we can stimulate that muscle and actually help it grow and evolve and really help you towards your goals, it is also incredibly helpful as you're trying to pursue this deficit and tone up your physique to go on those hot girl walks and really get your body moving because it is really going to support your goals. And in fact, I've used walking. I know I've talked about this a lot in the podcast before, but with so many clients, I've used walking as actually something to support their deficit, to help them hit their deficit. Because sometimes when you're not very active, you're in a shorter physique, it can be really restrictive to try to lose weight in a 300, 500 calorie deficit. So that's why whether you're a short babe trying to tone up for summer or really wherever you're at, getting in that activity outside is really going to help your body support your deficit, support your toning up goals. Also, there's so many other benefits to walking that I could talk about, but really making sure you're keeping those steps and activity up is really going to be helpful. And I also think, especially when we're thinking about summertime, you know, I don't spend enough time talking about cardio, but I think cardio when used very appropriately can be such a helpful tool to help you reach your physique goals. Now, I think, well, actually, I know I'm very conscious with how I talk about cardio because so many of you guys are cardio bunnies. You're not doing enough strength training. You're not building enough of that muscle that you actually need. And you're literally breaking it down through all this cardio. And also when you're doing your strength workouts, you're doing them alongside cardio, which is going to impact how much muscle you can actually gain. And it's this whole big thing, right? So in general, it's not bad to do strength and cardio together. However, it really just depends on your goals and your programming. That being said, traditionally, when you pair those things together, especially if you do cardio before your strength training workouts, it actually impacts how much weight you can lift, which therefore impacts how much muscle you can gain, which therefore impacts your gains and the physique results that you're getting. So typically we like to say separate cardio and lifting as much as possible. If not do cardio post lifting or any resistance based exercise, but that's actually besides the point. Really, when it comes to cardio, we want to make sure we're not doing it 24-7, doing tons of long runs, especially if your goal is to really tighten your physique. Instead, though, I think purposefully using it and incorporating, and especially if you don't do it right now, can have a lot of benefit, not just for calorie burn. That's not why we're doing it. But it really actually helps your deficit and also can be really beneficial for your physique as well. That's why incorporating that cardio can be really beneficial for your physique. And no, it's not because we're obsessing over calorie burn, but it I think when we're thinking about babes and shorter bodies and achieving your toning up goals, this is a helpful tool that once again can support that deficit. The goal is not to burn a million calories running and doing all this cardio. It's about supporting that deficit so you can ultimately hit your calories, hit your protein, and hit those strength workouts, have that trifecta that is so required for toning up. And lastly, ladies, when we are talking about toning up, the list goes on and on and on and on, baby. But what I actually love talking about that is really important, really important. So please listen up, guys. It's around stress and your mindset. So when it comes to toning up, you can do all of these tangible things. I think sometimes the exercise and diet piece comes easier for a lot of my clientele because they're very type A, they're perfectionists. They have a lot going on. And of course it depends on the type of weight loss woman that you are. If you guys haven't already, you can definitely take the quiz that I have that kind of breaks down exactly why your weight loss is a hot mess. But I will say for so many of my clients, no matter what type of weight loss woman they are, this is something that I think really impacts everyone because of the culture and the fast paced lifestyles that we have. And honestly, like we've had a tough couple of years, like it has not been an easy couple of years when we think about coronavirus and, you know, just all of the stress of life that has really gone on. And so my point is stress, stress and stress management and how we manage your energy and mindset and how you feel about yourself, your goals and life in general. 
that is actually really correlated to toning up for summer. And what I mean by this is if you are so chronically stressed and overworked and, you know, really not giving yourself that time for yourself, you're stressed about losing weight, you're stressed about your diet, you're stressed about your workouts, too much stress, no matter how much work you're putting in can absolutely hold you back from feeling your best, looking your best, and also impact your digestion and metabolization of food. And I know it's not the fun, sexy topic and like the tips you probably recommended from me, but sometimes I feel like I need to hear this. So I'm like, I want to send this message to you guys. Sometimes we need to chill the fuck out. Sometimes we literally need to chill out on the couch, take a break from our phone, take the break from work, like really disconnect. We need to recharge to be able to recalibrate our hotness and feel toned and sexy for summer because we can do all of this tangible work with diet and exercise. But if our mindset is And most importantly, if we are so hard on ourselves and we're just so overworked and stressed and we're not taking time to recharge and not be stimulated every goddamn second of the day, it's going to impact your digestion and how you feel. And that's not how the human body is supposed to be. Like we're supposed to work hard, but we're not supposed to kill ourselves over our work. And so not that me saying chill the F out is going to cause you to chill the F out because I know it's a lot harder than that, especially for my type A perfectionistic babes that I feel you, girl. I'm like you. I get it. But when you are in a bad place mentally and you are so stressed out, do know that it does affect your digestion. It does affect also your food choices. It affects your ability to be consistent and look at things logically. So this is not me saying just chill. Like I know it's much more complicated than that. I mean, in this space for the period of time I've been as a dietitian, I get it. Like this takes work and and consistent effort. But I really think when you think about toning up for summer, a vacation, a wedding, or life, really, girlfriend. We cannot talk about toning up and that last little bit of weight and shedding body fat without also talking about being realistic and being kind to ourselves, and honestly not stressing out so much about that number on the scale. Of course, when we're talking about toning up, you know, the conversation comes up around like, is that last five or 10 pounds worth it? You know, I think anyone could achieve whatever physique goal. And I think of like those amazing physique competitors on stage that like do these bodybuilding shows, which is totally not the vibe over here at TSN. But I, I look at those women and I'm like, that's so badass and amazing. And I know every single person could achieve something like that. But it also becomes a point where it's like, is it worth it? Like, is it worth it for you to get down to such a low body fat percentage? And for some of these women, they're losing their periods and it's not even necessarily healthy. And that's a whole different conversation. But when we think about toning up and feeling our best, it really comes from a place of confidence and wanting to feel good, right? And when we are talking about confidence and wanting to feel good, we also think about being our healthiest version of yourself. Hence why I talk about you can have it all. You can be hot, healthy, and successful and emphasizing that hot and healthy. You don't have to choose between being hot and being toned and being healthy. In fact, I'd argue both of them have to be together. And when you think about that hottest and healthiest version of yourself, when you envision yourself that woman on the beach wearing the shorts with your kids, when you envision yourself wearing that bikini or one piece swimsuit and rocking it or wearing this hot AF dress or honestly even standing next to a bride in a wedding that you're going to be in, it comes down to confidence. Yes, that confidence might be correlated with physique and how you look. And we can get you to a place of really, really loving yourself, but we cannot talk about toning up in that last little bit of weight without also being realistic that we need to fall in love with ourselves throughout this journey of toning up. We can do all of the healthy tips and, you know, have the watermelon and the hydrating drinks and eat protein and strength training and do all these things. But we also have to recharge our batteries. We have to fall in love with ourselves. We have to be kind to ourselves and really strike this balance. So 
as you're implementing everything we talked about in this episode, in the back of your mind, also carve out a little bit of self-care time, whether that's journaling, whether that's going on a walk, listening to this podcast on a hot girl walk, and of course, leaving a review because I live for that. It helps me reach other hot babe women out there so they can learn the same exact message towards their goals. But real talk, ladies, to become your hottest self and tone up, you have to be your healthiest self. So don't focus on crash dieting. Don't focus on the bullshit that probably got you to this podcast in the first place, but instead really think about, okay, that hottest and healthiest version of myself. How does she think? How does she act? How does she behave? And most importantly, she's stressed out about being XYZ number on the scale. No, she has belief and faith that she is going to get there. And most importantly, it's not so much even about the scale when you're toning up. It's about how you look. So put in the work. Four weeks is a short amount of time, but girlfriend, you can make a lot of progress in four weeks. So it's time to make your next meal count.